right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted Unlimited. I am the host tonight, Doug Hummer. Of We are doing the countdown of our top 15 favorite Big Brother house guests, if we get to it. We're also going to recap the second week in the Big Brother house. Joining me tonight is my uh, just woken up little brother, Daniel. What's up, everybody? Uh and of course Eric is here. Eric, of course, picked tonight's subject. What's up, guys? Can't share it here too. Hey guys. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be play- she'll be playing Madden in the background and then yelling at us if we put somebody on our list she doesn't like. <laughs> uh which we encourage, by the way. Uh by the way, if either one of the two if either one of the two of you put any members of the cookout on your list, you're both fired from the show. Even though Daniel technically created this show and pays for the damn thing. <laughs> but if Vince McMahon can get out to damn it, so can you. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, second week in the Big Brother house, technically it's not necessarily official who's gone yet. Yeah. Uh, because... um. It hasn't been aired yet. It hasn't been aired because CBS preempted it uh, due to, you know, some uh, political piece of business on on Thursday. They were going to air it on Friday, but then for some reason they figured, oh, no, we'll just we'll do it on Sunday. Uh, Allison Grodner probably runs CBS, too. But the live uh, feeds are back, so we know who left. So we yeah, can... we know who left. We know who's HOH. Yeah. We know who's up. We know who's trash. Uh, Which, by the way, spoiler alert, Pooch went home blindside, and then his boy Turner went HOH. Yeah. And his boy Turner has put Brittany and Michael on the block. Right. And that's pretty much where we are. They're doing veto, like, now. Yeah. No, they said it's going to be, like, a long competition. So. Uh, From uh, the original plan that everybody – because now they got this BB Betsy twist. Yeah. uh, And – the plan for at least in a couple people's minds was okay, get get Taylor back door, get her out. Yeah. Well what it's looking like right now is the fellas are just like, you know what, there's a bigger target here than Taylor. Why don't we try getting a big target off her? They blindsided us with the poach. Yeah. So let's let's blindside them. And then uh, there was a piece of business. I I don't know what's true and what's not. Uh, Nicole got called into the diary room earlier on. Uh, she came out. She was bawling. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody thought it was because of her because of her mom because mm-hmm. you know mom is uh, was having uh, cancer issues. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if she's in remission or not. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Uh. So, but I mean, so if that is the case, you know, hopefully, you know, Nicole's mom can, you know, get better soon, unless the news is that, you know, <laughs> it's not possible. Uh, but the other rumor was, is that production yelled at her for something she said about Taylor. Yeah. Because it's starting to be now, like, uh, there are, you know, the fans are still, you know, they're upset at Taylor's treatment because Taylor is being bullied. Now it's not necessarily everybody in the house anymore. 
I mean, everybody, nobody really likes her. And it's just, unfortunately, it has a lot to do with jealousy. Uh, it has a lot to do also with the crazy bitch that left last week. Well, I think it's like the majority of the house. Uh, I don't know if they click with her. I, I think they kind of, uh, I don't know. They just, they just don't connect, especially a lot of the girls in the house. She has trouble uh, connecting with everybody. Uh, but there's a couple people that have like entertained her and talked. Like her and Michael have gotten kind of close. Her and Brittany have gotten kind of close. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, Brittany, another one that, you know, was seen crying alone yesterday. Or, I don't know if she's crying, but she was alone, very sad. Yeah. I mean, and Turner was, you know, talking to Taylor today. They were talking some games. Yeah. So, and from what I know, the current standing, I think the boys are looking to flip this bitch. Yeah. And I think Taylor's a part of that plan, so... She got picked to play in the veto, so I think Taylor's actually not in a bad spot right now. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. But if he can lay I mean, low. Huh? If he can lay low and, and don't cause any trouble, she can fly in the radar. That's lay sweet. low, yeah, but I think she needs an HOH win for some respect. I think the one game thing her yeah. game's missing right now is the respect level. Everyone, you know, they, they treat her like shit. So she needs to win an HOH, and she needs some people to start kissing her ass a little bit. Uh, so then the power yep. level can switch in the game, and she can start making some actual allies instead of people just using her. Yeah, because she hasn't won anything yet. No, nothing. Yeah. And she's had a couple opportunities, but... now And I think it was Monty and... I want to say Monty and Kyle were talking earlier. And Monty basically said, because Joseph went and told Taylor, like, the plan, but he didn't explain the entire plan. Yeah. Because they told him, they said, look, you like to talk too much. Don't tell her the entire plan because the girls might try to grill her, you know, and try to make her feel safe. So, this is, like, just tell her, just tell her enough of... So they did because, and I really think, in my opinion, I think it's, uh, you know, Monty kind of stepping up. It's guilt Mm -hmm. because it was his stupid ass that relayed the wrong information to uh, Paloma that started this whole damn thing in the first place. And I got to bring this up. And Eric, Eric, I don't know if you saw this. I told you about this earlier. Uh, Paloma broke her silence. Yeah. All right. Which oh. proves that, I mean, uh, there are things that should still remain broken. Her silence, or, or her, there are some things that should never be broken, and her silence is one of them. Yeah. Uh, and she basically said, she goes, you know, guys, reality TV isn't real. Taylor and I were the best of friends towards the end. Yeah. I don't know, it's a little hard with live feeds and everything because it seems pretty real to me. But, you know, it also, like, it could be producers in the diary room telling her to, you know, be a little bitchier or do like this. or You don't know what's manipulated or what's not. I, I don't think it is. I, I'd like to not think it is, but. Okay. If it is, then the sensitivity training, and I did just did air quotes for anybody that actually can't see me because or on the radio, not on, on camera. we got to fix that. Uh, not right now. But, but uh, 
they went through sensitivity training, so they're not supposed to do this shit. Yeah. Uh, so if production is telling them, hey, or telling her, hey, be a bitch. Well, first of all, I think Allison Grodner would be better off replaced with a monkey. You just have a caddy cast here. You got a, a cast that, you know, groups up and picks on one person. You know, it's happened to Brittany, but Brittany's a little, I don't think people are giving Brittany the same sympathy because a lot of people think she might have done it to herself with uh, her sloppy gameplay. Well, well she's, she's been very sloppy at her gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Probably she's, the worst she's in the house. Playing, she's over, she's Frenchying. Way too much. Like, just keep one secret. If you're going to talk to somebody, just keep yeah. one secret. You She's know. playing too hard, too fast. Way too hard. Okay. And if it yep. fucked, uh, fucked Frenchie over last year. Taylor, uh, Taylor's just hurts, and I think a lot of people kind of feel for it and are upset because it doesn't seem like she's doing anything wrong. Besides just trying to talk to people and them not just liking her. Yeah, but watching the live feeds, she just seems very awkward for such a... Strong as, as a pageant girl, being so strong and confident, yeah, and being able to talk yeah. like in front of a crowd, she can't talk one on one to somebody. It seems yeah. she seems very, very awkward. Well, I think that she's been made to feel that way though. Look at that first episode when she was playing pool and like actually being like kind of sexy and putting her ass on the pool table and like she was being really charming there and trying to be with it the still rest of felt the forced. Yeah, I, I so. thought it was. Well, well, no. I mean, and then the beginning of the second episode when she did her little uh, pageant show, when she did the walk, you know, with the with the dresses, which and they all that. made her do. They told her. To they do told it. her to do it, and, and then, then they made fun yeah. of it. <laughs> then they made fun of her, and just like little shit, like the shrimp and rice thing. And did we talk about it last week? Yeah. Okay. Well, then we won't do it too much. But like Jasmine saying, make me shrimp and rice, please. Please make me shrimp and rice. I love it. She makes it for her and then later she's talking to someone and she's like, she fucking begged me to make her shirt. She begged Jasmine me. Jasmine was yeah. the one that was bitching about it, right? Yeah, Jasmine told Taylor to do it and then was like bitching and saying that like Taylor wanted to do it and she was like, okay, I guess. It's like, what kind of a fucking person? Like, this is the most catty bitchness right. of like, it's just, you got catty girls and even some of the guys, like Daniel. Daniel might as well have a clip between his legs. Daniel is just... I'm ashamed God, to share a name with him. He's god-awful. He sucks. I don't like him just as a person. The fact that we live in a world to where Miss Michigan uh, has a crush on this fucking greasy slime ball idiot, and he's like, nah, uh, yeah. I'm way too good for it. Like, what? You're a fucking you're, Elvis you're, impersonator. You're too good for her? It's, it's like, Miss Michigan. You're, you're a three up against a nine. Yeah. You know? You're like, way... Like, way out of his league. Are we in the what, fucking what? Twilight Zone? Like, dude, by first glance, I figured that the only people he would ever get in bed with would be Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Okay. And then you got this girl who is crushing on him, who is drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah. Which, and, I mean, there are some other beautiful girls in that house. I think Alyssa is drop-dead gorgeous. I mean, she starts... Alyssa to, is a pretty girl. She is starting to show a bitchy yes. side, but you know, that's... Alyssa's pretty, Amira's very pretty. Yeah, um, Amira's very pretty. Indy is uh, Indy's uh, about a, about an eight. Yeah, Indy's cute. I mean, I, I don't think she's that pretty, yeah. but she's there's just something about her personality and oh, everything about her, I think, makes her Makes her really cute. She's yeah. kind of adorable, yeah. I mean, to be yeah. honest with you, I thought Paloma was pretty cute. I would rate her at like a six. <laughs> 
I think that's pretty ugly. Well, why don't we rate the house guests based on gameplay now, so we can get into our topic. Yeah, all right. House, I'll list them off. Okay. All right? Yeah. Let's start, and this is based on this week, since we did it last week. Let's base it on this week. And let's start with Alyssa. Whose team is she on? Uh, mine. Okay. I would probably say a four. I really haven't seen much from her, except for the fact that she's upset because... Uh, Taylor was flirting with her crush. Who's her crush? Uh, Kyle. I, yeah, oh. she's got a crush on Kyle. Kyle and Taylor, and this is another just catting it. And she was one of the nicer girls to uh, Taylor, even though she was like kind of up Paloma's ass. Uh, once Paloma let like she was kind of a nice one of the nicer ones to Taylor. But her and Kyle have this little like showman flirt man, but Kyle doesn't want it to be anything. He said like one thing to Taylor. Like, he said, oh, you should be America's sweetheart. And she's like, oh, you're America's sweetheart or something. And Alyssa freaks the fuck out, goes to the girls and says, we got to get Taylor out. I'm sick of her. She's fr-. She grills Kyle about it. And even Kyle later with the guys is like, dude, Alyssa's fucking being weird, man. Like, she's fucking, like, kind of, like, Gosh. I mean, I've known this bitch for two weeks. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Are you even talk to somebody else? Without a free, like, I'm already, I'm already worried about this. And that's so, why Kyle is trying to that it's just like, okay, we can we can use Taylor now for about another week or two. And that's why when some people, like, because some people aren't feeling the season and needs their own, but I think there are little, like, mini storylines in there, especially on the live feeds, maybe even more than the edited show that they're presenting us. But there's these little, like, plot threads and storylines that are actually kind of interesting, like Kyle and her being on – like really to kind of like we're having we're getting towards girls versus guys at least that's what's leading towards and the fact that they're kind of in a showman still it's interesting so uh i rate her at a four too she hasn't done anything of importance really except for being the majority of the caddy girls alliance which i mean it, they made something happen with getting pooch out so that's a gameplay move but uh to me, she's been kind of a follower. Like, I don't think of her as the strategic genius. I'd put more of I mean, in that category. So. Right. Yeah, she's not in the ring game. Eric, what do you think? I'll give her a two. I haven't seen my corner. She's just a cute girl. That's for now. Okay. All right, do you want to give one or you want to just... I would give her... I, I think I'd go with Eric and give her a two because she, I haven't really seen any gameplay from her. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Amira. I think she's kind of the strategic mastermind of the chicks. It seems like these guys are figuring it out now and she's more of a target. And so her game's getting a little scary like now as of the last two days. But this last week and the week before that, she's been very impressive. I'd say nine. Um, I mean, it's going to go down to probably like four or five, depending on the veto. I give her an eight right now. I do think she's one of the better strategic players. I'm not giving an, an eight's probably the highest I'm going because I don't think any of the gameplay has been super stellar. Right, but I think Amira, I'd go with yeah. you with an eight as well because she's been doing most of the strategizing oh, yeah, all and the- most of the talking amongst the girls, even with the guys. Yeah, yeah. to everybody. Well, if you think about it, she probably is the smartest girl in that house. And she does have this, like, calming personality, it seems like, to where people are just drawn to yes, her. And exactly. everyone wants to be it. Like, she's the opposite of, like, a, a, a tailor. Like, she's got that charm that everyone everybody wants, wants to, to be around. around her. And I think that's what, like, 
Taylor's not really grasping it. Like, why don't people want me to be around? Which it, it's fair, but sometimes in life, the, there's people that don't connect with you. Right. And, well, I, and I'll say this in defense of if I were in the big, well, first of all, if I were in the big brother house, I'd be the first one evicted. Because I wouldn't want anything to do with any of these fuckers. Yeah. Unless you wanted to talk to me about wrestling or cartoons. Yeah. Or maybe football or whatever the fuck. Because I just, I don't like, I don't like people. Yeah. But it's a social thing. So you got to like kind of integrate yourself. Yeah. Or else you're one of those guys that are voted out. The lone wolves don't last very long. Right. And it's just like. I mean, like, I can do it on, like, small groups of people, like, when a bunch of us get together or whatever, if it's a small group. But, like, uh, a group like that where it's all sorts of different personalities. Yeah. It's just like, okay, there's going to be one that I'm not going to be able to mesh with. Yeah. And plus, we know, and I'm sure the listeners know by listening to me me over the last three years, I can say stupid shit. Yeah. All right? And... I can, you know, say stuff that would get me in trouble. Yeah. So I would probably be sent up to that second DR room <laughs> at least two times a day saying, you can't say that. Yeah. Right. And then I'd be calling Allison Grodner, the producer, a word that would get me evicted from the house. Yeah. What happened to be seeing you next Tuesday? Uh, all right. I was trying not to say it. Brittany. But yeah. Brittany's got to be a I word. I'm sorry, Eric. Go ahead. I give him mirror seven. I give him mirror an eight. Yeah. All right. We all give him mirror an eight. Brittany, I give Brittany a two right now. She's not playing very well. I'd say one. She's bad at giving information. Uh, even like the lie with her job, she's kind of fucking up. And she like said something like she was talking to them, and she's like, "When I used to like work at the toy testing fan, they're like used to." Right. And so they kind of already caught her in that, and it's. She just can't keep a secret, and that's yeah. Like, she can't keep her mouth closed, and that's so important in the Big Brother is kind of having that like uh, I don't know like uh, I can't really even describe it, but you got to have some information under your belt that you can share at certain right. times, right? And that's part of a strategy is yeah. you keep some information to yourself so you can use it as a playing card later on. Yeah, and you can't like fuck that up and spend that cash like super quick like that because people get right upset like they are and they feel like nobody can trust her michael's the only one that's really got her back and that's what kind of sort of gives me hope for her but he at some point he's smart enough that he's going to have to clip at some time at yes. some point anyway well, if they remain on the block he had said he goes look you know he get her out yeah all right uh a two yeah Sounds i give her a one because she's on the block yeah, I mean, I'd say one, too. All right, Mr. Daniel. Uh, Daniel seems to have set himself up with the chicks. Uh, he says chicks before dicks. But he also kind of says he's with dudes. But he's I think this guy's an absolute goober, personality-wise. I, I think he's scum. So if we were going to rate him on his scumness, but we're I'd not. say 10. We're not. Gameplay, I'm saying 4. I'd give him about a 4, too. He hasn't done anything super impressive. Especially like this week, but you know he he's got kind of an alliance. Like him sticking with Nicole, no matter what you want to say about Nicole, and I know you have a lot of things to say, Doug. But I can't. But Nicole is doing pretty well in the house so yeah. far, and the fact that he's attached to her isn't bad for him. So. I, and I don't think the rest of the house knows yet that they're a team, right? They're, no. They've kept that 
on the DL? Well, yeah, pretty well, kind of. And yeah. the thing is, too, is that when they brought Nicole into the uh, um into the uh, posed uh, pack alliance, which I like to also call posed pieces, um, she went and she told Daniel right away. Mm-hmm. She's like, look, just so you know, there's a final six deal. You're not in it, but I'm telling you, so, like, when it starts to get closer, like, we got to start breaking up this group. I'd, right. I'd probably up him to a five, but he hasn't really done anything on either side of the board. If you get the haircut, I'll take him to five. Eric, what do you think? Yeah, I'll give him a five. I'll give him a five. All right, let's move on. Indy. She's very entertaining. She's kind of the mom of the house. She likes to have fun and cook and drink all the wine when they give them wine. And uh, she doesn't really know what's going on, but she kind of does. And uh, some of the girls, she's pissed off Amira. Amira keeps saying that she needs to leave before jury because she told Monty and Joseph she wants to go to the end with them. And that kind of bothers the girls. Uh, She's not really in great standing right now on either side, so I'd probably give her about a three. Well, yeah, because if you... If you and I didn't mean to interrupt okay. you, but if you think about it, like if something happens and they can't backdoor Amira, yeah, she's she's one of the those options, and that's not a good standing to be in the game where they can be like, oh, let's just throw her and get her out. Yeah, because I, I'm assuming with the bestie twist, uh, you can like the pair would go up. Yeah. Now, who is she bestie with? Alyssa. Okay. The bestie pairs are uh, Turner and Jasmine. Uh, Michael and Brittany. Michael and Brittany. Nicole and Taylor. Uh, uh, the rest is on you, baby. Amira and, Amir and Terrence are together. Okay. Alyssa and... Uh, Alyssa and Indy. Daniel and Kyle... And I think that leaves Joseph with Monty, right? Yeah. So yeah. Joseph and Monty's the only pair that actually like I, I think they actually like each other. So right in these games. Yeah, I think they're like best friends, actually. Yeah. Of any good girl and all that, you know, yeah, yeah. but gameplay I'd say probably three. Alright. Yeah, I'll give her a three. Yeah. I I would too, because I haven't seen much gameplay from her either. Yeah. All right, Jasmine, probably my least favorite uh, if we're going on personality, but we're not. Gameplay-wise, I think she sucks, too, because she's just a follower. Amira kind of ran that HOH. Uh, she, all she does is gossip. She's a very good liar, so I'll give her that, and that's important in the house. But I, I'd probably just give her, like, a, a four right now, just because she is clinging to – she's got safety for the week, so she's not in bad position. But she, like, she's lazy. She's the laziest. Uh, fucking person I had ever met in my... She is lazier than the laziest person that I personally know. All right. So, I mean, I'm going to give her gameplay, like, a... I'm going to say her gameplay is at, like, a three. Sure. Yeah, I'll give her a two. I'm going to give her gameplay a three. I would probably almost rate her higher because I can't stand her. Yeah. And so, to me, that's playing part of the game because she is a backstabbing, lying little bitch. Yeah. 
But I don't know if she's doing it that great to where she's in good standing, though. That's why exactly. I can't rate her that. But as an audience member, I hate her. So is she doing her job? Yeah. But I would give her. A, I'm going to give her a three. But there's a lot, there's kind of too many villains this season. There's a lot <laughs> of unlikely. To, to be honest with you, I mean, this is pretty much, uh, you know, going by wrestling terminology, there's a lot more heels than baby faces. Yeah, it, it looks like a raw roster for Christ's sake. There's a couple likable people, and that's about it. The only ones I truly like right now, and he's not even necessarily likable. Like I like Turner. Uh, I like him too because he's just like a lapis. Yeah, I mean he he, 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 yeah. he needs to, to clean himself more. Yeah. Well, he's showering now that he's an HOH. Thank God. I like him. I do like Taylor mainly because I feel sorry for her. Yeah. But uh, uh, and I I like I like Michael. All right. Well, let's rate yeah. Michael. I think his gameplay right now, if he uh, does not follow Daniel and Nicole uh, unless he follows them to the edge of a cliff and then just pushes them off and walks away. I think his gameplay right now is at, a, is at about an eight. Yeah, I would say he's like the best player. Him and Amira. Yeah. Um, but I, I yep. think he's Michael... He's the best player not in danger right now. Yeah, I, I think Michael has been playing the best game overall. Me too, but he is in danger right now. He's on the he's block. He's on the block. And I I think if he stays on the block as much as the girls like and everyone wants to fucking give Brittany out, I think that they might say, Ooh, big fish, two time veto winner. And especially if he wins a third veto here, oh my god. I think he's probably gonna try to avoid that because he's smarter than that. And he actually didn't want to win the veto, we told him that. But uh, and Nicole said you're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, she don't give a shit. Uh, but Michael, he's playing good, but he, his friendship with Brittany and like him even picking Brittany, like it's it is kind of scary, and it's kind of she can be a liability that brings this game down completely. Yeah, and we've seen it happen before. And the thing, the thing of it is, is that like you know he, I do think he is playing the best game. I mean, he like I said, he's not necessarily in danger right now. He's on the, he is on the block. Yeah, but like Turner asked Taylor today, he's like, "Are you close with Michael or Brittany?" And she goes, "I did connect with Brittany a little bit in the beginning, but if you feel like Michael is better to stay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you." Because Taylor just wants to, you know, Taylor just wants to be appreciated. Taylor yeah. just wants a week where she's safe. Yeah, she just wants people to like. Yeah. Her. And I, I do think that, like, eventually, like, people are going to warm up to her. Yeah, I mean, they already are starting to. The guys that want to bring her in and Michael and, and Brittany and... Well, and that's the thing, too, is that the, the alliance of four guys, which they're calling the Pound, which is Monty, Kyle, uh, Joseph, and Turner, and they want a side alliance with Brittany, Mike, uh, with Brittany Michael, and Taylor. Because they want to keep them safe, because they want to go after the big and they think the big targets right now. They think the biggest targets are Mira. And then I'm pretty sure that at some point they might think about uh, Mr. Daniel. Yeah. All right. Do we rate Michael? Oh. Uh, Eric did. I give him a seven because he's on the block. Put the show on the road. Otherwise, Joseph's a four. Otherwise, he's playing a great game. 
Joseph doesn't really know what's happening. He's starting to now, and he's figuring out what to do, so I will give him a, a six. Eh, no, a five. Six seems too high. I'll give him a five because he's in line with my Okay. Uh, Kyle. Uh, five. Yeah, same thing, five. Wrong line, so five. I like him. And uh, we'll see what happens. I will. I'll give him a six because I think he's playing a pretty good game. I mean, uh, he pretty much told his mother to go to hell. Yeah, him and Monty could be a fruitful relationship, depending on how it goes. And uh, as long as he keeps Alyssa at a distance, there's certain things he's got to do that he can have a long game in, in this. I mean, not that it's okay to tell your mother to go to hell. I mean, unless you either walk in on you uh, having sex or. Uh, you know, cash you for too much money. But Yeah. All right, Monty. I went from an eight I'm to seven. five this week. Yeah, I think the rest of them, I mean, instead of going right down the name by name, I think the rest of them are all right in the middle at a five. Well, besides like yeah. we gotta talk about Pooch is probably a negative three. Because Pooch fucking yeah. put himself on the block and got himself nominated. True. And it, when talking about uh, the the people like, well, what if the house flips and they vote you out? He said, that would be the stupidest move in Big Brother history. No, you fucking idiot. <clears throat> Getting yourself nominated. No, and, and volunteering home, to go up on the block was your... Yeah, that's the stupidest. Besides, the only, I will give him number two. I will give him that much slack because that uh, fucking... And I liked Lawan, but he was fucking stupid for thinking he'd get a superpower if he got evicted. He actually has to get evicted. So I, I'd say Lawan's worse than him. But orchestrating this plan and comparing yourself to Dr. Will and thinking you're a genius for going... Uh, up on the block and then getting evicted. I cannot wait to see this idiot get sent out. But I didn't mind him. I thought he was sort of funny, but I am, I mean, he just terrible gameplay all across the board. Everybody else, if you want to chalk it up to a five, I'm down. I'll, I'll say three. I, I do think that uh, the uh, the school that he coaches for is going to be like, uh, maybe we might want to go. I'm pretty sure they hired somebody else over the last week. I'm going to put Turner at six, though, because he, he won HOH. Yeah, I thought he was just going to yeah, blow. Turner uh, Taylor is a five. Terrence is probably like a four, and Nicole's probably at a five right now. Yeah. Uh, I think Taylor's going yeah, to... Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I think Taylor could actually have a strong standing in this game if she can keep her emotions in check and kind of just start embracing the when competition. to be honest, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it, if it sucks because she really isn't a villain, but if she wanted to, like, you know, all right, you guys want to hate me, fuck you, backs against the wall, uh, that that could that might be able to work in her favor, and she might get more allies that way too. She's like, you know, what was the name guys. of the Miss Columbia or the uh, girl that Steve Harvey accidentally pronounced as Miss Columbia or, or the Miss U.S. the Miss Universe? I don't know. Her name. But she was the one. And she participated in Big Brother. She's yeah, a yeah. pageant girl. Yeah, yeah. All right. She kind of embraced the villain role by being tied with that America, uh, you know, that uh, the Real Housewife, oh, that Brandy. Brandy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So she kind of embraced it just because of who she was with, and she actually made it pretty far in the game because she turned out to be a good competitor. And also not afraid to make big moves. Right. And not afraid to take the bullet. If Taylor would do that, Taylor would be fine. 
I forgot that she was in. Yeah, she was in the first season, the one that basically Ross Matthews should have won, but because he, uh, um, but because he screwed over Shannon Elizabeth early in the game, everybody turned on him. Which I, I'm, I can understand, you know, people uh, getting mad at a guy for uh, turning against a hot, a hot chick, but. Daniel and I are more Ross's type than Shannon Elizabeth is, so I can kind of understand it. All right, you guys ready to get into our list? Yes, sir. Almost over. <laughs> no. All right, yeah, I I got mine up. Me too. Uh, our top six Big Brother house guests, U.S. Uh, who wants to go first? Eric can go. Was his idea? I'll go first. Uh, Doug, you're gonna hate me for this. Okay. My opinion of you can't get Austin. any lower. Austin? Yeah. It's just so I actually like, I did like it. Yeah. Eh, I liked him too, actually. Doug fucking hated him on the show. I liked Luchasaurus. I like. Oh, Judas. I think he. Well, and, and that's the thing is that like it, it's it's okay. Uh, but like again, like he wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to be. Uh, he no, was he pretty good at the game. He, I think he wasn't as good as he maybe thought he was, but he worked with closely. He saw the potential of Vanessa. He saw how good she was. He linked up with him. Uh, you know, he took the, the twins pretty far, and he got them pretty far. He actually yep. had a pretty good game. And uh, for being such a huge target, like him and the twins ran that house for like at least four or five weeks, and that's pretty impressive. When Clay and Shelly got evicted, him and the twins took over. Yeah. And Julia was useless. Yeah. But Liz was such a competitor. Yeah. With her competitiveness and Luchasaurus's, you know, kind of... His brain. Yeah. You know, him strategizing and everybody hating Vanessa. Yeah. Like it was working out in their favor. Yeah, but he kept Vanessa safe too. And then when Vanessa blindsided him again, I was happy. Uh, but he was bitter. But I mean, I feel like somebody should have. Well, that with no shoes. <laughs> yeah, the thing is though, that's on him. Like they knew about the live. Like they, she's like, like. They, they they went to commercial a couple times. Like it wasn't like they just started the episode and, and, and they're like, "All right, Austin, you're out." He had some time to put some fucking shoes yeah. on. I I mean, to be honest yep. with you, like if I ever get in the Big Brother house and I get in a, and I get evicted, I'm walking out in no pants. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> oh gosh. Here, Julie, you want to talk about this? We have a small twist this episode. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm really small down there. All right, you want to go next? Yeah, uh, Sam from Big Brother 20. She was pretty funny. She I, was going nuts. She's a welder girl. Yeah. yeah. The fact that you do not enter the house, the Big Brother house, when you're in the middle of quitting smoking. Yeah. That is a bad idea because when she was starting to lose it and then she looked at JC because JC was standing on top of the whatever, uh, on top of the balcony or whatever. And she's like, why don't you jump down there and I'll catch you, you little son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's, 
She was just hilarious. Yeah. And, you know, her HOH, I felt bad for who she got out for for her HOH because I felt bad for that Caitlin. I didn't. And I thought Sam was like telling people she was going to take them to the woodshed and stuff. Like, and her relationship with Jay Z, Jay Z, with with JC was actually pretty funny. I love, Sam was incredibly likable. That that was a really good season, and uh, she was uh, one of the big parts of that. She was very likable. So yeah, I, I can I see love why it. she would be. I can see both those picks. I can see Sam a little more than uh, Austin because I think Austin rubs some people the wrong way. I liked Austin on the show, but I also really like Sam too. Yeah. All right. I'm going more of a deep cut. I'm going from All Stars season seven and season three. Uh, the kind of one of the first uh, masterminds of Big Brother, Danielle. And uh, yep. because yeah, she got screwed, and she's the reason that there's like a jury house and sequester. So she made history. And I just liked her gameplay. And I liked her in season three. She was a very investigative woman. Nothing could get past her. Like, she's like like how Davon kind of played and how Davon thought she was. That's how, like, Danielle really was. And, like, the Noah, she yeah. was very, like, calculated. And I just, I really was, like, she was in uh, an alliance with, like, Boogie and Dr. Will and and, and uh, uh, someone that I'm going to mention later. And uh, she was really good. And, like, I don't know. She was just, she got fucking Marcellus to use the veto on him, uh, on somebody else rather than himself so they could get him out. That's pretty mastermind. Uh, I don't know. She she was just, uh, she was brilliant. And the reason that there's a jury house now is because people went home and saw her savage diary room session, so they didn't vote for her in the final two. But if it wasn't for that, she would have won the money because she played everybody in that house brilliantly. So Exactly. Uh, I had yeah. a secret alliance with somebody. Yeah. She was really good. That's my number 15. Go ahead, Eric. My number 14 is another former wrestler, uh, Jesse, 11 and 12. No, 10 and 11. Jesus Christ. You like Jesse? Hey, Mr. Pectacular? Yeah. I, I thought I was the only Jesse fan. He's an idiot. No, I like him. Wow. He played better in season 11. He did. In season 11, the fact that he stuck up for... Oh, and first of all, he's used to stick, sticking up for assholes because of who his tag team partner was in TNA. But... The fact that he kind of got a bod going with Roddy, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the weirdest relationship. And he was the one that, like, stuck up for Roddy, and he was helping him, like, work out and stuff. And, like, it, and the fact that everyone was, like, bullying and being mean to Roddy, and Jesse was like, it's all right, buddy. <laughs> like, it's like, I, I didn't really see that from him, that he would be doing that. But he was great. I, lo- I like Jesse, Mr. Peck. He was just, like, a character. And he brought that to wrestling. Yeah. When he basically told Ronnie, he's like, look, just so you know, I'm sticking my neck out for you, and this is going to screw me over. Like, I am going to be a huge target now because I'm covering your ass. Now, they got Ronnie out first because Russell is fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, I mean, he, he was a decent game player. I mean, he stuck in season 10. Well, yeah, he pissed yeah. Keisha off in season 10. You don't piss a lady off if she's HOH. Uh, Jesse, his problem was he was so damn arrogant, and he thought he was like, he he thought that he was such a target that that made him one. 
And yeah. he's like, I'm such a target because I'm so fucking handsome. And all that. like, and then you people are jealous of me. And he would like tell them that. He's like, I don't mean to be built like a god. It's like, the, who the fuck does this guy really think he is? And like, they saw right through it and everyone thought he was just an arrogant prick. And uh, I remember when Julie asked him, he's like, I think I'm far from the farthest thing from arrogant. And he was just, I don't know. I, I love Jess. I thought he was hilarious. And I he do. genuinely, yeah. it was one, because that Coupe de Gras fucking bullshit, he genuinely got fucked over in that season by a twist because Jeff was likable. Yep. Because they threw Jeff the Coupe de Gras and let him switch the entire game and Jesse got out. But Jesse was running that fucking house in season 11. Him and Natalie would have ran He could have won that game. In weeks and weeks, yeah. Him, he, he was killing it. And, and then and the Nicole with it. Or Natalie. Yeah, it was him and Natalie that were running yeah. the house. He was he was absolutely crushing it, and then he got screwed over at the end. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I right. forgot about Mr. Pectaculous. My number 14 is also from season 11. Kevin. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I hated his – I hated Natalie. I, I could not warm up to her if we were cremated together. Yeah. But I liked him because he was very likable. But he also knew how to play the game. Like when they fucked up, when yeah. they talked Jeff into uh, putting up Russell, it was more, <laughs> I think, Jeff believed Kevin more than he believed Natalie. Because obviously yep. you would have to think Natalie's no good bitch. Yeah. But Kevin doesn't seem like the backstabbing type. Yeah. But the, when they got Jeff out of the house, which by the way, he was the HOH that did that, right? He was, yeah. Okay. I think so, yeah. He To me, he's just very likable. He was very li- he was a lot less likable in All Stars when he came back because he kind of came across. Everybody sucked in that season. Yeah, and he was very whiny and annoying. But the first season he was out, he was very chill and he was very funny. And he like I like Kevin a lot. I thought he was pretty cool. Uh, that's, that's an interesting. I forgot guy. he was in All Stars. Yeah, he was annoying in All Stars, but everybody was. All right, I'm gonna go to season twelve, and I'm I think it was twelve. It might have been 11. No, no, I think it was 12. I'm going Lane. Uh, I got him later on. Do you really? Yeah. I I thought Lane was really, really good. He was a great player. Uh, He's a big son of a bitch, too. He was huge, and he made it to the final two. I thought he was funny. He's one that got, like, we're doing our favorites, not best game players. So it's not like he was like great. He was just another number for the brigade, but I just thought he was hilarious. And I liked his relationship with one of my favorite people that I'll be talking about later. So, uh, he, he, like, he was just a nice guy. And he like, like he would like protect like, uh, you know, the chicks in the house and, and the, even Reagan. The... When Brendan looked like he was going to kill somebody. Yeah, Brittany and Brittany Reagan and were Reagan hiding behind, <laughs> behind him. And Lane's just like, what are you doing? Like, get away. Get out from him. He's not going to kill you. He'll get expelled from the game. I just thought he was a quirky dude, but he was kind of funny. And, uh, yeah, I liked Lane, so. Yeah. No, I, I did too. Like I said, he's on my list later. Well, you have to change it now. Uh, all right, Eric. Next up, I do. Yeah. Okay. 
Diane from Stephen's side. I thought yeah. she was. Um, I thought she was. She got far in the game. She she was in the showman. Then she got screwed over by her showman. Yeah, true. She, she I didn't was, like Diane, but I can. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought she was cute. Yeah. She was fucking annoying. Yeah, I thought she was cute too. Most of the cute ones are. Yeah. I didn't love Diane, I'll be honest with you. Alright, peace. My number 13, I put her on the list only because I thought she was she was good looking. Yeah. Alyssa from 15. Oh my god. Rachel's sister? Yeah. Yeah, she was the, the only person that ever benefited from also having a relative do the show before you, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Because when Vanessa's sister did the show, she got evicted within the first five weeks. Well, she sucked a little more than Alyssa did. And Alyssa got the America's Favorite Player treatment all the time. Uh, yeah, because they yeah. loved Rachel. Yeah, that season was, and I got a couple people from that season, even though people consider that one of the worst ones. But uh, I, I thought it was pretty interesting all the drama. Worst or controversial? I think both. I think they kind of mistakenly put both. Well, I mean, there wasn't a lot of great gameplay, but there was some likable people amongst the, the unlikable people, and uh, I think they were one of them. Yeah, I mean, again. Yeah. She was just, I felt bad for her when she was getting kind of targeted by Amanda. Yeah. But also, too, Amanda was a tremendous game player and should not have been voted out, you know, in seventh place or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. She's definitely underrated. Yeah. But no, Alyssa's 13 for me. My turn? Yeah. I have somebody from that yep. season, too. I went with Howard. Uh, I thought Howard was an undisputed real one. And, uh, you know, he had to deal with, you know, racism head on. And he was a very, like, mature and classy guy about it when he didn't have to be. And he was, like, a really graceful, like, church-going guy. He would lead a prayer session with anybody. And uh, he was just a warm dude. He didn't really understand the game. It wasn't that great at it and kind of talked nonsense when he would talk to people. And they wouldn't really understand, so it would spook him. But uh, I, I really enjoyed him. I'm doing good. I can tell. Well, you talked. It's fucked up. No respect for my profession. Go ahead. No, it's uh, Eric. My number. Uh, but yeah, I really like Howard. Right? Anybody else like Howard? No one liked Howard? Not really. I don't remember Howard. You didn't like I liked, Howard? I liked him. I mean, he was okay. I did. I don't remember him. Sharon, they might actually work if you actually had the thing plugged in. Well, I know it's not plugged in. I thought this wasn't working because the battery had gone dead, so I put a newer battery in. But yeah, go ahead, Eric. But that wasn't My it. My number 12 is Dud. I loved Dud. He was funny and hilarious. He, just, he was just entertainment, especially that season. Who, G-U-double-D? Yep, good. Oh, so we all went season 15. Yeah. Judd's actually on my list later. So, he, uh, 
Um, yeah, no, he's on, he's on my list later. I thought he, I thought he was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I think the fact that uh, um he was stuck in the jury house for several weeks with all women. I mean, poor bastard. Some of them were cute. Poor bastard. Some of them were cute. Yeah, but they were all bitching at each other. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I guess there's so much we can take. But I, I like the GU Double D. I thought he was good. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with you. I thought he was awesome. All right, my number 12 is w- Cowboy from season five. Yeah, Cowboy was all right. He was a bit of an ass kisser. I liked his sister better. You know, I, I think she was probably a better game player. Yeah. But... She, uh, but like with him, because I, I felt bad for him, like when they were accusing him, like that Marvin. Yeah. It's just like, dude, shut up. Like, uh, Marvin should have been kicked out of the jury, uh, the way he was talking to Cowboy. I agree. Uh, but no, I mean, he might not have had a backbone, but he made it to the final two. He did make it to the final two. And him and Drew were pretty good. The close. original Cowboy. He There's another Cowboy in season 15. Yep. Beast Mode Cowboy. I don't All think right, anybody right. has him on it, right? right? No. I don't think so. You don't have Beast Mode? No. I like Caleb. Yeah, I don't have Beast Mode either, but Caleb was the shit. I thought he was an honorable mention. Yeah, he was. Uh... So, yeah. This is it my turn? Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. All right. I did McCray from season 15. All right. That's your number 12? Oh, yeah. Sure. I thought McCray was really, uh, he was the pizza delivery boy. I think it's funny he's got a podcast with Janelle now. He does? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> McCray he has a podcast with Janelle. Yeah. That's funny. It's called Diary Room Open. No, of all people. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Which he's on my list that, that um by the way too. Oh. But uh yeah. So I like McCray. The pizza delivery boy he got in an unlikely showman's. Uh I thought he was he was really good. Yeah, no, he, he I forgot to put him on my list. Yeah. Because there was a yeah, few people too. I did forget, but no, he I really liked him. Uh I, I do think he had the stigma of Amanda, you know, to, like Amanda was holding him back. Yeah. But, I mean, he held on for a little bit after she left. Yeah, he did. He he hung in there. He did. Yeah. Or he tried to, at least. So, yeah. My number 11. Yep. My number 11 is Jessica from uh, season 8. She was um kind of in the showman's of Eric. I thought oh, she was the idiot cute, who handed Jake the money. It's not his fault. No, he got fucked over by a twist. But uh, yeah, his girl was. I felt yeah. bad for her. She, she got screwed over too. But uh, yeah, yes, yeah, she was lovely. I thought she was cute, and I thought she was a good friend. 
that's a good parent. She was pretty good. Uh, she was smart. Yeah, she got to play a little of her own game, too. She could have gone way farther. Oh, yeah. So. All right. My number 11 is from season four and season seven, and it's Erica. Uh, Yeah. She was cool. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. She was cool. She made it to the final two in season seven. I felt bad that Boogie kind of used her, but. Yeah. Yeah, she was real good. Yeah, no, I was very, very impressed with her gameplay in season seven. I do think she kind of got fucked over, like when they had to restart the HOH, because I still think that Howie was full of shit when he said, "Oh, I hit the button," and you know it wouldn't work for him or whatever. So they had to restart the competition. Howie was a piece. So, because I wouldn't believe a fucking thing that came out of that asshole's mouth. Yeah. But yeah. My turn? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, sir. All right. I went with uh, Joe, the chef from uh, season 14. Oh, he was an old guy, right? Yeah, he was the one that was, like, kind of loud in the diary room, and he was the one that was out of breath during the double when Ian put him and that Ashley up. Yeah. And he was just like, I can't make the motion because it's not video, but it was fucking hilarious. Like, he pointed to her and pointed to the door because he was so out of breath from the feet off. Yeah, it was like, you get the fuck out. I wanted to put him on my list, but I figured you guys were going to do that for years. Yeah, and, like, I remember, like, the one time that, uh, because when Ian put him up, he's like, he not only put me up, he told me to pop a squat. And he mm. was just super loud. Like, I mean, like, even his family, when they did the video package, his kids were like, Dad, stop yelling in the diary room. <laughs> like, it was just super fun. I, and he, like, it worked for June in season four that cooking for the house yeah. has been a proven strategy of being likable yeah. and them keeping you around a little extra longer. And I think it worked for him, too. It also worked against him because Boogie was like, dude, he's using up all the food. This is bullshit. Uh, he just cooked these fancy meals. So it got it kind of used against him, too. Uh, Joe was extremely likable. He's the one that got into that little tussle with Willie when Willie got thrown out. But uh, yep, like, buddy. when he got nominated, he was in the dining room like, wah! And it's just he, he had a funny accent. He was always yelling. And I just I found him extremely likable. I was very likable. All right, Eric. My number 10 is Johnny Mac, another funny guy from season 17. <laughs> I thought, I, I thought he was a underrated. Lot, I'm a lot of my picks get, you know, get uh, put on already. Really? Yeah. Should have done a better list. Yeah, Johnny Mac is uh, hilarious. He is, and here's the thing. He could not win an HOH competition to save his life, but he was the veto fucking king. Yeah. Yeah. If he had one one HOH, you you probably would have gone to the final two. (laughs) If he would have just told Vanessa to, to fuck off and won that HOH where he came back in the battle back, the twin, uh, either Austin or the twins would have been gone right away. When, when, uh, when he tried to start shit, 
like when he told Vanessa something that Austin and the twins said, and then Liz went up to him and said, why would you say such a thing? It's like, he's just like, uh, you put me up. Yeah. I have to fuck you over. I love how super honest he was like that one when, uh, uh, Vanessa was blowing up and she was trying to blame like clay or whatever, whoever yeah. she was going at somebody. And she's like, Johnny Mac, he wouldn't have said this about me. And he's like, no, no, I did. Like, I, I think that you're like the target and you got to go. And she's like, no, no, but you wouldn't have thought of that on yourself. Like <laughs> she was like, no, there's no way this idiot could. And he's like, no, no, like I really don't like you. I, I, I <laughs> like I swear to God, like this is me. And she's like, no, no, someone put you up to this. He's like, no, like fuck you. Like and it was just, it was so entertaining. And Clay's just like Johnny, you have to tell her the truth. And he's like, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I am. And then James got involved because James really wanted to fight Clay. Which yeah. Clay, you know, six foot five football player. His poops are bigger than James. And James, five foot three farmer. Uh, it's just like, but no, Johnny Mac. It's just like, dude, I'm trying to tell her that I'm telling her the truth. I'm trying to tell her that I am smart enough yeah. to figure it out or to to figure out that she's, you know, a no good fucking bitch. I mean, she tried. Him and Becky had the plan to get Vanessa the fuck out of the house. Yeah. But Austin and the twins went to bat for her. Because everybody hated Shelly anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't understand that. You yeah. couldn't understand that? All right, who's next? Yeah, I like Shelly. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, uh, Danielle from Feeding. No, Eric, you oh, just went. Am I next? Oh yeah, Johnny Mac was was your pick. All right, my number ten. My bad, your name. Yeah, I know. Uh, my number ten, Evil Dick. Oh uh, yeah, the Evil Penis. He was great. He was Amer. He was so popular that he won the game because that America's Player twist or America's yeah. So America kind of handed him the game. He was. I don't think he deserves to be one of the best players of all time. And I've said this. But he is, like, fucking super entertaining. And the whole, like, separate storyline of him, like, fighting for his daughter's, like, love back, too, uh, that, that was really, it was really good. Yeah. So, uh... He was America's ugliest sweetheart. Distracting the hell out of you. It's okay. Uh, but, yeah, Evil Dick was great. Yeah, no, he was, I felt bad for that Jen, like, towards the end, and, uh, but, like, he just, the fact that he was trying to help out his daughter. Yeah, like, and, like, him, he was fighting for his daughter's love back, and I, honestly, I think his daughter's an asshole, like, by watching the show, no offense, but, yeah, she seems like a catty bitch, too, but. Maybe I don't know her all the way, you know. Who knows? It's television. But uh, he he was he just wanted to like, and he was a dick, and he was like mean because he was trying to like put the target on his back instead of his daughter, and he won the game, and it worked for him. I I I personally really like Dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I and I also <laughs> love Dan and Derek. But we also we just did a winners list, so I avoided them on my list. Yeah. But I, I think Dick is really awesome. <clears throat> Man. I know you're a big fan. Oh yeah. 
right. My turn? <laughs> yeah. All right. I did Nicole's yeah. from uh, season five because uh, she was a better player than her brother and she got fucked over. And the fact that her brother kind of did that to her, uh, I don't know. That left a sour taste in my mouth for him. I, uh, you, you protect your family. Not just to, uh, even if you just found out they were your family. I don't know. I, and Nicole, exactly. Nicole's came up. I mean, she called it the six finger plan at the time, but she made the back door. She made yep. it uh, on Jace. So that, I mean, she is a part of Big Brother history. She did not do well in All Star yep. season seven at all, but she was pretty. She was just cool and different. She was unique. I, I she, was she was very a, unique. She I was liked a her. Cool ass chick. She fucking her worked to the beat of her own drum. She wasn't like. Uh, a, a girl, a clicky. Like she was into some weird shit too, like with the BDSM and shit. But she was just kind of fun and different and uh, unique. And the fact that with the social cues of the game, that she still was able to operate good in that house, I think it says a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I went with the Comas. Exactly. Yeah. My no, number I'm... nine. Go ahead, Eric. Sorry, Doug. No, you're not. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you you finish yours. I was just going to say, as far as Nokomis goes, like, she may not have done well in the All-Star season, but that's, you know, because there was, you you had Boogie and Will who were trying to run the entire house. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, in that season, in that season five, she was just, yeah, you know, you make the point. You know, Cowboy should have stuck with his family. But in the end, it is a game. Yeah. I mean, and then to be honest with you, because they're related, she could just go for a loan later. Yeah. Even though you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, but it's family. I think there's a loophole. Yeah, loophole. All right, your turn. Eric. My number nine is, uh, it's actually Danielle from, we just talked about her, um, from season 8, 13, and 22. I didn't really like her in 8 or 22, but in season 13, I I liked that she was against Jeff and uh, the rest of the house, Jeff and the other side. Yeah, and even cute. though her father wanted to stay aligned with all of them. Well, I liked Kalia and Portia and stuff, and I thought they got a bad rap, so I did like that other side, so I was rooting for her by de facto. But I don't see her as any better than, like, Rachel and stuff. I thought she was doing the same behavior, and, and she was gossiping yeah. about people and talking shit. And, you know, what was funny oh, is no, that, I like, agree with that. When, and when they did the finale and Evil Dick was saying, you know, I wanted to create the greatest alliance in the history of Big Brother, the All-Veterans Alliance, but then my wonderful daughter, you know, she screwed that up. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, dude, then next time watch where you put your pecker. All right. If you wouldn't have gotten AIDS, you would have stayed in the fucking game, and there you go. But no, you have to fuck strippers. Yeah. You stupid ass. <laughs> I mean, with the with the five hundred thousand dollars that he won in season eight, he couldn't afford a, a hooker that doesn't have HIV. Jesus Christ. Well, now you're spreading rumors because you don't know how he got it. Yeah. Yeah. He, no, he said he got it from a stripper. I'm quoting him. Oh, okay. Are you? Yeah, I read it was in his Wikipedia yeah. page. <laughs> yeah. I do my research, damn it. I think you're an idiot. Uh, oh no, <laughs> I'm definitely an idiot, but 
you're I'm an researcher. idiot that does my research. It's funny because you just had him on your list, and now you're talking shit about him. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Doug. Doug will fucking give you a hug and put that knife right in your fucking back. No, I won't put the knife in your back. I'll fucking stick it right in your head. Yeah. yeah Doug's a piece. I better watch my head. Uh, no, I'm just joking, Doug. Doug's a great guy. Yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah he is. Oh, shit. All right. All right, my number nine is Reagan from season 12. He was great. He's the only one that sort oh, of yeah, started is. finding out the brigade. My only issue is he didn't tell anybody. He uh, didn't tell Brittany. Uh, at least, uh, I don't know if he did on the live feed, but it didn't seem like he would tell anybody. So he, he started to figure it out. But and him and but him and Rachel in their arguing was iconic. And him calling her Rachress. And, uh, you know, the only thing real about you is the pimples on your chin. You got thick boobs. Like, like he was yeah, just so he good. Was, yeah. He was a catty little, and he was he was funny, and he was, uh, he was over the top. But you know that can be entertaining sometimes. I I, I love him, and the fact that like he like when him and Brittany goes like when Rachel or when Rachel was trying to talk to him, and Brittany saying, "Look, I'm sorry for Brendan's behavior." Reagan looked at her and said, "I don't care." Like you suck, you're going. You suck, you're leaving. Yeah. Like you're going to jury. And then Brendan came out and started acting all tough, and Brittany just looked at him and said, "You know, you're an idiot." And then of course, you know, they hid behind Lane. You know, when it looked like Brandon was going to kill everybody, or Brendan, or whatever the fuck. Brandon. Yeah. All right, my turn. Oh uh, yeah, you're number nine. I went with G. I went with G from season four because I felt bad for oh, that yeah. poor bastard. He had to carry his ex throughout the whole fucking game, and then she ended up winning it. And he did make a crucial mistake when he put everybody on PB&J, which fuck you, P- like now and the poor people that have to eat slop, it's like these people back in the day bitching about PB&J is kind of hilarious. I know. I take peanut butter all day. It is. All day. I'll eat that any day of the fucking week. That was my diet all through school. So, like, uh, BBJ, what the hell's wrong with that? Now, uh, was it that season where everybody was, uh, like, there was, like, two full weeks of, like, Burger King or something like that? Yes. Okay. And I remember, Sharon, I think it was you that said, oh, I don't know if I could do two, two full weeks of Burger King. And I'm just like, I would, because Burger King is my favorite fast food restaurant. But then, like, you know, I probably, you wouldn't be able to fit me through the front door. Right? Yeah. Uh but it's just like, you know, doing that, like, that would be cool and all that. But I would be okay with pe- with peanut butter and jelly. Cause, Me too. I could eat that all day. Yeah. I mean, especially now that Reese's, you know, peanut butter. Uh, I don't think it any different, to be honest with you. I found G to be incredibly hilarious. And he, him, like, in June working together as exes and no one really knowing it because they had such a real disdain for each other. It was very entertaining television. And I, I thought it was hilarious that and he genuinely, he's like, you know what? Fuck her. She really is pissing me off. She's a dickhead, but he's also like protecting her and making sure she's safe. And I, I thought it, it made for compelling TV. Yeah. I like those two. In the house I really like June too. I was got to point and put her, put her on my list, but I tried to avoid winners. So, uh, uh, I had to go with G. I thought he was funny. Uh, uh, Eric. My number eight is uh, Vanessa from season 17. Um, I thought she was probably one of the best players in that season for most 
most of the season she was. I think she just she just got outplayed by um, Steve. Uh, she I got thought she would have won the game. And, and by the way, she's yeah. on my list later on. Who? Vanessa. Oh, yeah. Vanessa. She's on my list later on. So, Eric, I don't know. Eric, did you hack into my phone? <laughs> you probably texted it to him. I know you do well. Because, like, you've pretty much picked, like, four or five of my picks already. I mean, we've already know. I already Damn. know you hack into my email. Funny, all we're doing is talking to Big Brother, and then me and Sharon are going to watch the live feeds all night after this. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're but, in it. We're in this bitch. But no, like Vanessa, Vanessa, yeah, she was running the house. I mean, she was very instrumental in really breaking up Austin and the twins. I really did. I never really yep. understood the fucking the love and the. I, like, I thought she was all right, but I thought she was, like, kind of sloppy in the way she played her game. I thought she had, like, fundamental flaws she was in her. Sloppy. But she, like, you can't deny the results, the crying and the fucking, you know, uh, constant blaming of other people and shit. And, like, it worked. And it got her all the way to where she was. And it, it would have won her the game if Steve didn't come out of nowhere. But... Vanessa yeah. deserved to win that season, and she, she was a damn good player. But and, and the funny thing is, is that she knew that Johnny Mack wasn't going to take her to the final two. Yeah. That's why she got rid of him. Yeah. Do you think that, like, had she known that Steve was going to do that, she would have gotten rid of Steve and taken Johnny Mack and just hoped that, like, Liz, Liz would have won the final HOH competition and taken her? Maybe. Because Liz, Liz would not have taken Johnny Mack to the, to the final two because she could not stand him because Johnny Mack hated her. Too. He was the one person that saw that she was, like, the best player. So. Saw that uh, Liz was the best player or Vanessa was the best player? Vanessa. So, whose turn is it, Liz? Uh, yeah, and I yeah. got number, at number eight, we already talked about him, I got Lane from 12. Yeah, he was, he was funny. Yeah. All right. I have Marvin from season five. Oh, fuck that guy. What? Marvin was a fucking legend with the black and mild in his mouth that he never yeah. lit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I liked Marvin. Marvin was fucking great, and it was funny. Marvin was awesome. He was the... He was the heart and soul of that house. And he was like the brother in there that he was like, he understood, like, I don't know, the re- like the way he acted with, with everybody. Like, he knew he was with a bunch of suburban white kids and the way he would act uh, around them. And he would, like, talk in, like, a, a, a cutesy voice to him and shit. And, like, it, it was just, he like, he was a level above everybody else. And he had, like, a higher thinking almost. And I just yep. thought Marvin was a real one. Like, he's that uncle at the barbecue. That is telling crazy stories and shit with the black and mild hanging out of his mouth. I fu- I fucking love Marvin. I thought he was tremendous. Uh, he was fucking. I and think he, he was part of that. Oh, go ahead. No, go. Sorry. No, no, go. No, you're good. You're good, bro. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I think he was. He he was part of that uh, finger plan with Nicomas. Yeah, he was. And he got one of those the dominant twins out on his HOH. 
those twins that were like running the game because that was the twin twist in season five too the first time with those two chicks. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, and he, yeah. he like they they started going on a power trip, and then he he took the one out. So Marvin actually played pretty damn good. And I like when he got eliminated. He pulled a gangster move. He 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 like went to the one blonde chick. He's like, "Come here, walk with me." And she went to the, like his side and was holding his arm. And he like like did the pimp limp on the way out. <laughs> Fucking it went out like a G. I just I thought Marvin like he was a badass dude. It, it was it was cool to have Marvin in the house. And he and he's another one that with a ball of energy. He was a ball of energy. He he had a lot of fun, and it, like. The earlier seasons really are the best seasons, and like, yeah, yeah they yeah. really are. You really think that, like, and I, because I started with the newer seasons and then kind of went. I did it the opposite, uh, how you like it was chronologically, pretty much. Me and Sharon did, and we're like the newer seasons are really good. I don't know if the older seasons really are better. And then we watched some of the older seasons and we're like, oh no, they are. It was really good back then, and uh, Marvin was like, he was part of that in that season, so. Yeah, I won't murder. All right. Yeah, I mean, even though they say to expect the unexpected, it has been on for so long that it's kind of hard to come up with something new. Yeah. And some of the twists, I think, are a little unaffected. Yeah. Uh, all it's right. too hard to twist now. I think it's Eric. It's your right? show, bud. You just went, uh, right? Dan. Yeah. It's uh, Eric at uh, 7. Okay. Uh, Dan. Uh, Dan from season, the winner of season ten. There's not that much well, to say because I said it all last week. So. Yeah, and like he, I said, I, I avoided but, winners this time, but he would be my number one if I put him in. I I love Dan Geesley. Yeah. I thought like when you if you want to like study notes on how to play the best game possible, it's him. He had his back against the. He's like I respect him more than a Derek, and like I said, I like Derek, but Derek never really went through adversity. Dan's back was against the wall multiple times in both of his seasons, and he still made it to the final two both times. So, yep. And Dan's funeral, one of the best moves ever. It's just you can't really argue that Dan's the best player, and he's got a hell of a name. Yeah. Easily. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. My number seven, and I do agree with everything you guys are saying about Dan. My number seven, and I hated him at first, but I really started to feel bad for him. It's Cody from 19. Yeah, he was funny, the military man, uh, Marine. He was so intense that he was, his diary room sessions were so funny. And that's another one that that season's cast wasn't very likable, especially because Paul ran the house and he's not very likable. Friendship. And Josh was kind of a dick with his pots and pans and stuff. So uh, Cody kind of became likable by proxy. Yeah. I like Jason. I forgot to put Jason on the list, but I like Jason. Yeah, he was all right. And Kevin, the older guy, was cool in that season. But uh, Cody, like, yeah, it, it was, his back was against the wall, so you kind of rooted for him and Jessica. And they just had another baby, so good for them, a big brother baby. Yeah, they, the actually, they have a YouTube channel. Uh, they don't post a lot of stuff on there. Like, I think they only post, like, three videos, and yeah. one of them was him putting in a new pa- a new uh, patio or something. Yeah. I like him. I, he he was funny. And he was like, I hate these idiots. Like, he was just sad. Like, when he got evicted the second time and he just stepped on the table and walked out, yeah, it was that a whole was great. Oh, he wasn't gonna fucking, I love that. He, he wasn't going to, you know, stay emotional goodbyes and all that. He didn't care. 
And he was like, he was even shocked when he was getting cheered when he left. Yeah, he's just like he's a loner. And then, and then when I uh, when he said to Julie, she's like, "Now you're not going to be in that house by yourself very long because it's a double eviction." She goes, "Oh yeah, thanks for ruining it for me." And he's just a, he was very honest. Yeah. And it, it was not good for his game, but you know, I I like him. Super honest. All right, you're number seven. Mine? Yeah. Me? Yes. Dan Hummer? Yeah. All right. Uh, I have Brett from season 20, El Cacarocho. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he was such a dick, but I hated Rockstar, so I was okay with how big of an asshole he was. I just love how he really leaned. I just feel like he noticed that he looked like a douche, so he's like, I'm going to lean into this a little bit. Yeah, and he, he did. And he just had so much fun with it. Like, he was so fun. Like, the whole him and Rockstar – when he threw her under the bus and, and like said that she like made up all the shit. And then and when she's like, I cannot. And he's like, then don't like, it's, it's still one of my favorite exchanges yeah. in the big brother house. Then yeah. Don't. And he, he was so much, he was so much fun. Uh, he, he got fucked over. Like he's one of the biggest blind sides on that double eviction when Tyler and Angela got hit. And I was so, so upset. That was the first season I ever watched of this show. And when I saw that happen, I was like, oh, no, not Brett. He's such a damn dude. But uh, he didn't. He wasn't that great at the game. And, and that was another funny part when Tyler's when he's leaving. And Tyler's like, Brett, you're the best player at this game. And he's like, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> but when Angelo said, I call this move being one step ahead, it's like, you're, don't call it a move. Just say you're not going to use the veto. Yeah, why are you going to be or, clever? Or that you're going to use the veto. Just shut the fuck up. Use the veto. Yeah, she didn't really understand the jury management thing. She really liked to fucking give that extra fuck you to people. On yeah, their she was the, and she was not. Uh, she was just. She was a pretty bitch. Uh, she was pretty, but she was you know not nice. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I love El Cacarocho. Oh he yeah, no, he he was fucking hilarious. And I, I was waiting, like, when him and Rockstar were both in jury together, I'm like, I, I may have told you guys at the time, I'm like, they're going to fuck. Yeah. Like, they're going to get the jury, they're going to fuck. And him and JC were such a fun little duo, too. JC, like that season, and I don't know if anybody put him on their list or not, but JC, for some reason, hated Scotty. Yeah. I don't know if it's the fact that he asked Scotty for a blowjob or whatever, and Scotty said no or whatever the fuck, but J.C. hated Scotty. And I'm pretty sure J.C. is the only person that Scotty can actually beat up, so he should, uh, you know, it's kind of like the the equivalent of Austin Powers and Mini-Me. He should watch his ass. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Uh... Eric Stern. I actually have uh, Cody and Jesse together as one. So, yeah, Cody and Jesse is one. I thought together they were fantastic. Yeah, they were fun. That was another case of, like, that's like a Taylor situation. The whole house was against them and kind of bullying them. So you root for them by proxy. Well, Kevin started being nice to him at the end, and yeah, but everyone, Mark and Elena were kind of. But everyone was kind of treating them like whatever, you know. Yeah. 
Everyone was against Cody. Yeah, once once Mark and Atlanta knew they they were at, they were the house was against them, they they teamed back up with Jesse and Cody. Yeah, Mark and Atlanta were just floaters, kind of played both sides of the house. Oh. All right, my number seven or my number six. I'm sorry. Uh, we already talked about him, uh, Johnny Mac. Yeah, he he was hilarious. Gotta love Johnny. Yeah, Mac. he was one of my fa- favorite all time. Obviously, him and Steve's little bromance is funny too. Yeah, it's just when they walked up to the HOH room to tell uh, Liz or to tell Austin and the twins they wanted to work with them. It just looked like it's like these two nerdy guys trying to look badass. <laughs> And then, like, when they're sitting in the nomination chair together, they give each other the, the fist pound. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Mac is funny. Yeah. Go ahead, man. You're All right. Six. I have James from uh, season six and seven. Uh, I thought James was incredibly intelligent. I thought he could have been, like, another Dr. Will. He was, like, a mastermind, too. Everyone was gunning for him in season six when he was there in that duos kind of thing where everyone was with their, with somebody else. And he was there with uh, uh, his, girlfriend. his girlfriend. And they kind of got found out. His girlfriend got sent home. And he continued to survive for, like, five more weeks, even though they were gunning for him. And I thought that was super impressive. And he was, like, helping turning everybody against each other. So he was extremely likable then. And then when he came back, he was a bit more of a villain talking shit about Janelle and stuff. But he was still, like, a smart dude. And when he, like, went and worked with Chilltown, it was like, no, dude, they're going to fuck you over. And they did. And I felt bad for him. And he got played by some of the best. But he was a really good game player. He was really smart, really well put together. And I just, I, I really liked James. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he, like, every eviction, uh, like when Julie would read, all right, here's what James said about Janelle. Yeah. And she'd be like, he, he, like when she said to Kayser, she's like, this is what she said about Janelle. He, yeah, there, she was her, really trying to villainize. Stupid bitch. Yeah, yeah. A fake Anna Nicole Smith or some shit yeah. like that. And it's just like, first of all, James is allowed to have his own opinion. Yeah, I mean, everyone talks shit in this game. Yeah. They said a lot meaner stuff about him, too. So he was funny, and he felt like he couldn't trust them. So he went to Chilltown, which, uh, you know, if you're trying to go to Chilltown looking for trust, that's like coming to our house and looking for solid works. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So. <laughs> But, like, the thing is, too, is that when Janelle had uh, HOH and she wanted to go after floaters, she's like, no floaters should be here. And James is just like, uh, we have Chilltown who's going to run this game if we don't take them out now. Yeah. And even How- uh, Holly was just like, uh, yeah, you know, James is telling us, Richie, it's my HOH. <laughs> I don't want floaters here. And then, you know, he got she got rid of a floater or who she thought was a floater. And then, uh, you know, the next week, Kaser went. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I really like James. Yeah. So. All right. Eric, your number five. My number five is Kaser. Speaking of Kaser. Uh, I mean, he wasn't a great player, but he's still a legend in the game because he was one of the most likable guys in uh, the history of Big Brother, he's still a fan favorite. Um, that's why he was 
on All Stars. Um, but after season six was his best season. Season, even though he got he got he had, he got played by um, what's her name? Forgot her name. Uh, Jennifer. But she convinced him to. Yeah, thank you. She convinced him to take uh, give her the HOA. You don't give him. You don't give the. Uh, Somebody the age of wages, especially on the other side of the house after you just got in back in. Well, I remember so it he, was a bet was, that really told because they were going to backdoor James, and a vet basically um, said, "No, I want James to stay in this house." And you know, so it was the alliance that told Jennifer what to do, and I can understand Kaser being upset. Yeah. All right, but I have my feelings on that. We're not going to have that conversation again because we have it every fucking week. But, I mean, for somebody, he was a good game player. Had he just looked at Jennifer and said, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. That's not who he was. He was more of an emotion type guy. Yeah. And But it was funny. I remember when she was like, like crying and she's like, I'm trying to keep up the deal. He's like, you didn't even keep up one condition of the deal. You said that you wouldn't put up any of my boys and then you backdoored me. It's like, you broke every fucking condition. Yeah. Uh, was he was all right. Uh, but I, he's one of the first players brought back. America voted him back. And we can't forget kind of, he did a lot for like having, uh, you know, uh, Muslim, right? Muslim, Muslim American people on the television, the TV screen, and he was one of the first in reality television. And the fact that all of America voted for him to be brought back in the game—that's a huge deal. Yeah, so, which uh, pissed off half the house because you know half the house actually wanted Eric to come back. Yeah, and you know he he never really played the game good because he was everyone just kept you know targeting him. They wouldn't let him play the game exactly. And it, the funny thing is, is I remember. Uh, Maggie saying, she's like, Maggie, how do you feel? She goes, well, I'm pissed that America brought Kaser back and not Eric. Yeah. I wanted Eric back. And it's just like, bitch, like, I understand that. I prefer Eric over Kaser, too. But, Eric sucked. He looked like one of my testicles. Uh, <laughs> Stupid little fireman you? with a small man syndrome. Eric was an idiot. He just, like, but, I mean, and he thought he was running the house, too. But then Kaser said, uh, no, you're not. And I'll show you why. And then got him affected. But I, I think it was just, like, the fact that, you know, Maggie just got so bitter over the fact that America like Kaser over Eric, which America's allowed to like whoever they want. Yeah. They're proving it now with, you know, forcing fucking production to take people in the diary room and say, don't be so mean. Yeah. All right. Whose turn is it? Uh, Douglas. Uh, oh, yeah, because he's just a spectator. My number five is Cliff from 21. Yeah, the cliff of Oh, yeah. He... Yep. And he is a unlikable guy. The issue was, like, when he was going to do that final six deal, like, when him and Kat were on the block together. Yeah. And they were going to leave out Jessica and Cat's just like Cliff you can't do that he goes I have to survive yeah I have to but then they made the final four deal with uh, Mickey and Holly and it's just like 
I mean, he tried to play as honest of a game as possible and as kind-hearted of a game as possible, but you cannot be kind-hearted in that house. No. Uh, yeah, he tried, and him keep it. Him and Nicole's relationship was really sweet. And I remember when him and – he got eliminated, went to that camp, come back immediately, and then won the competition to get back. And then he won the HOH, which was a pretty boss move. And it was him against Jack. They were like the last two standing or whatever the competition was. And he's like, it's the Aquaman versus the old man. Because Jack kind of looked like a discount Jason Momoa. And, and I, I remember how funny that was. So I, I like Cliff. He He was fine. He shouldn't have – back down to Jesse or to Mickey and Mickey's kind of, and I'm sorry. And I know you like him, Eric, but I thought Mickey was a little bullish in some of his tactics. And when they wanted to get Holly out instead of Tommy, they should have Cliff and Nicole should have made that move for them. But Mickey felt made them feel like pieces of shit. And like they had no other option, but to, you know, keep Holly and get Tommy out. And that kind of ruined Cliff's game. Cliff should have stayed strong and said, no, Mickey, you can suck my balls. I'm doing what I want. And that's what he should have done. And he might have won the game as a result of it. But, you know, he he got pressured and he backed down. So, but that that would be my only negative I'd say about him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead, Eric. No, it's my turn. Sorry, again. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Doug. Daniel, go ahead. All right. I want Eric from season eight. Oh, the uh, America's player over with America. Yeah, the boyfriend uh, who Eric picked earlier. I, I always thought that he should have been able to been brought back and play his own game. I never understood why they didn't bring him back and let him play his own game because he was exactly. damn good. And a lot of the like he was like America's favorite too. Like people love this dude, and he made a lot of cash doing this thing. But if he would have been able to just play the game, he could have, like, got dick out early and fucking really maneuvered and ended up winning the game. But he had to, like, yep. America liked dick. <laughs> America loves dick. And uh, they, made, they made him manipulate the game to where dick was going to win. So he kind of got fucked over. But he, he, was, he was hilarious, and I really liked him. And, and some of the shenanigans they had him do was funny, too. I, Eric was a lot of fun. Didn't he have to spray yeah, him or something? Yeah. He was great. All right, Eric. My number four is, uh, um, what's her name? Angela, not Angela, but Angela. Thank you. I mean, I have to put her on the list because she's hot, but <laughs> I don't think she was that good. I mean, I don't blame him, but. I mean, I, I, I mean, she, she was in the showman who probably the best player in that season. So, absolutely. Who do you say? Angela. Angela. From twenty. Tyler. Oh yeah, she was twenty. A, she was kind of bitchy. All right, Doug. My number four is Tommy from twenty-one. Really? Yeah. He was over the top and dramatic, but he was funny. And I liked him with his cousin. I, I couldn't stand his cousin Christy or whatever. Oh, no, she was the, a fucking bitch. The manifesting lady, but he, Tommy was oh, funny. God. Like I'm I, not an attention whore. <laughs> 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 I, 
I did that too well. You are an attention whore, too. Yes, you did. You really think I'm an attention whore? Yeah, get your foot off my couch. Okay. Uh, he <laughs> Tommy was great. He, he was funny. And like I said, he got fucked over because Mickey was a dickhead. Yeah. All right, my turn. You said you hated her earlier. Uh, Natalie from season 11. Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl. Nobody understands why I like her because I guess she was pretty unlikable, but I found Natalie kind of funny. And like, so like when her and Russell I were on the block, I liked Natalie. And when they were on the, when her and Russell were yeah. on the block together and her speech was like, all the house guests told me I'm staying. So I thank you in advance. And Russell's like, well, I guess I'm fucked. <laughs> like, I thought that was a lot of fun. And, uh, like, she was, like, when she won HOH and she came out like that, and, and, like, it was either the robe or, like, a fur coat, something like that, and the shades on and shit. Like, after Jesse, I, I gained a lot of respect for her because after Jesse left, she was the main underdog in the house, and she was fighting from the bottom, and somehow she made it to the final two. I thought she deserved to win that game over Jordan. But that's just me. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with that. She was way less protected than Jordan for the rest of the game, and she had to keep fighting her. And Kevin convinced Jeff, uh, the big dummy, as much as I love him, uh, they convinced him to you know, put Russell, who had his back, on the block and, and fuck him over. And, and they were just really good. They, she was really smart, played the game great. Uh, she's an avid Trump supporter now, so I don't know what happened to her brain. But besides that, uh, she was great on the show. So uh, I, I, I thought Natalie was was a good time. Mm-hmm. And she was 24. And she was 24 and successfully convinced everybody she was 18 the yeah. whole time. Yeah. If Jesse was she, a yeah. little more loyal to her and wouldn't have screwed her over in the jury, she would have won the game. But Jesse got mad yeah. and told, yeah. and Lydia kind of fucked her over too. Lydia was the worst. Oh my god! But oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I like watching Natalie. All right, go ahead, uh, E Nasty. You know, um, probably one of the best players never to win the game. She made the final three twice. Uh, I thought. I mean, the last two times she sucked, but the first two times she. Uh, legendary. So. Yeah, Janelle's the big brother goddess. She's a competition beast, too. Competition beast. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking beautiful at the time. And she's still kind of held up over all these years. And she was like that bombshell. And she's like that reality TV bomb- One of the first, too. So uh, she, yep. she was she was, she was was good. I, I like Janelle. Uh, some of the people she aligned with... She would say whatever's on her mind. Yeah, she didn't give a fuck. And that's back, like, she was dropping the R word left and right about people. You can't really do that anymore. Yeah. But uh, oh. she, 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 she was she was something else. And, and she did really well at the game. And, and when she got that revenge for KSR, when she won in that first, like, double, and she put Maggie and Jennifer on the block, like, it was really good. It was like, ooh, she got you. So I remember when Jennifer threw the keys. Yeah, yeah, she went HOH and Jennifer threw the keys at her. And Janelle's like, yeah, whatever, fuck you. Yeah, you're going on the block and going home anyway. So, so we're going to jury. Yeah, Janelle was fantastic. Go ahead, Dougie. Yeah. My number three is Vanessa. We already talked about her. 
Uh, I personally, I like her. I thought she should have won the game. Uh, but Steve, you know, made the right move. The only thing that would have stopped her is, uh, you know, Duchasaurus, you know, basically campaigning a jury saying she's a, she does not deserve to win the game. The reason why I don't like him is because he was a bitter bastard. Yeah. All right, my, my turn? Yeah, go ahead. I went with – and these last three are hard because these last three are my favorite of all time. And I really like all three of these people. It was hard for me to even list them. I went with Zach from Big Brother 16. Oh, God. Uh, he was oh, fucking yeah. hilarious. Pink hat? Pink hat. Uh, the Fruit Loop Dingus himself. Oh, my God. And he was so funny. And it's funny because he came out as bi recently. And and he kind of cites like he's like I didn't know my sexuality till I was in that house of Frankie Grande and I was cuddling with him and, and flirting with him. Uh, so good for him for I guess figuring that out. But he was fucking hilarious. And when when Frankie revealed he was Ariana's sister and he was giving the money to charity if he won, he's like he's and Zach started crying and he's like this dude's giving money to charity. How is he not gonna win? And he's like crying in the diary room. He's like I'm fucked. And like he was just hilarious. He he wanted so hard to be a villain, to be like an evil dick. But yeah. he, you can tell he had a good heart too. So he was like forcing himself to be an asshole, and that was kind of endearing actually. So I, I liked Zach a lot. His little bromance with uh, uh, Frank, he was funny, and he's like, "I'm not gay, but if I was, ah. like he, he was just yeah. he was funny." I really liked that, that pink hat, and when Victoria stole his hat, he was so upset. Which, by the way, hers to begin with. Yes, it was her hat, but she took it back, and he, he really, it really broke his heart. I just, he was a Florida Gators fan. I, Zach was just a lot of fun. It, I, that's one of my favorite yep. seasons of I all love time. I, I love that season. People call that season boring. I highly disagree. I love that fucking season, uh, and Zach's one of the reasons for it. Yep. All right, Eric, Good you're number two. Thank you. Number okay. two? It's me. No. Eric from season eight. Who? Eric, Eric Stein from season eight. Yeah. Um, I loved, I loved him. Uh, I think he got fucked over by America. <laughs> Sorry, America. And I, I, I think he, he should have been brought back. There's some players that shouldn't have been brought back that – he should have been brought back, and he even he's even said, "Why hasn't him? Be, why hasn't him? He been brought back himself." Yeah, they brought him back. Why bring back fucking Paul? Like bring back Eric. Dude. Eric got fucked. Yeah, let him play his game. Let him play the game that he was going to play. And it was funny when that double happened and he realized that he was at Dick on HOH and he's like, you're putting up Danielle, right? <laughs> and he was like still cracking. He's like, he knew it was over and he was still like cracking jokes, having fun. I really liked him. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, uh, again, it was just, it was a bad, he, he just, he got a bad break. Yeah, it wasn't even his fault. He just he was brought in as America's player. He did his duty. He won like forty grand, so good for him. But uh, it just it wasn't compatible with him winning. Uh, my number two is Judd from season fifteen. He was fucking hilarious. Uh, I mean, he got screwed over, you know, at 
at first. You know, he got screwed over when he first got evicted because he helped Jesse. Yeah. All right, and then you know they uh, they had uh, a man or they had Aaron turn on him, but then he he won his way back in, became part of the exterminators. I feel bad for the poor bastard because he was in a house with about what six angry women by himself. Yeah, and he's just like I don't know what I'm gonna do. He's like I feel like I'm in a minefield. Yeah, he's just like what the hell, <laughs> and. He's and then like the uh, the one challenge or whatever the one competition where it was like a puzzle of Aaron. He's like Aaron screwed me over again. Yeah. <laughs> he was just he's probably the funniest house guest like yeah. of all time. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. All right, you're number two. All right, I know you don't like this man, uh, Eric, and I understand for when he came back in season thirteen. I thought he was a little abrasive. Uh, but I had to go with my boy Jeff because he. I just there was something about him. Who the him. fuck is your number one? Well, actually, you, you know, know who my yeah. number one is. Uh, but Jeff is absolutely fantastic. I love him and Jordan. I I didn't go with Jordan because she kind of like she was a really sweet girl, but she was a little too titled entitled when she came back. For yeah. Me. So I, I and Jeff. He never won, and it was funny recently. He was on Derek's podcast because Derek and Cody have a podcast called The Winner's Circle. Yep. And uh, he he was on there, and he was like, you know, I don't get this whole I love you shit. I love you with everybody. He's like, back in my day, it's like I told you I don't like you, and if I don't like you, put you on the block and you're going home. And he's like, and that's probably why I never won. <laughs> and, and Derek's like, yeah, you won. And Derek was like, yeah, you were one of my favorite people, but I told myself, I'm not doing half the shit that this dude did. <laughs> and then they, like, laughed about it together. And uh, Jeff, Jeff, I just liked the way he approached the game because he was like, he just wanted it to be simple. You have a side, I have a side, let's go to war. And I think that's, like, a cool way to view the game. And he had a lot of, like, he was just a genuinely nice guy. He really cared about Jordan. He fell in love. He found the love of his life. And he was super happy. And, you know, he was the underdog for, like, that season, uh, that first season he was in when Jesse was running the house. So you really wanted to root for him. And then he got his coup de gras. America gave it to him. And it was kind of, like, it was kind of fucked up. And it was one of those twists that just, like, really stacks the game in favor of somebody else. But it was still, it was, he was very entertaining. And when he would, I liked that he would stand on his own, too. He was a really nice, sweet guy. But if you pissed him off, the claws were coming out. Yeah. And if you disrespect Jordan, it's yep. over. And that coup de gras uh, thing, I mean, that pretty much, that sent Shima over the deep end. And it yeah. basically, you know, ended the life of a $250,000 microphone. Yeah, it, it ruined her game for sure. But he, he was, and like when Russell was making fun of him with the whole technotronics thing, and he's like, I don't spell well. Leave me alone. I'm not a good speller. And it's like, I, I just, I like the guy. And I like how he would stand up against people and to him stand up was for right. He's also did things I didn't like, like yelling at Kali and stuff that I didn't enjoy that. But I, all in all, I thought Jeff was a really good dude and the whole clown shoe thing. Like he, there's been times where he looked like a complete idiot and he kind of just like ate it. He's like, whatever it's TV. And it like, and he just like, he would take the pie on the face and he, he never really complained. And so I I don't know. I like Jeff. Yeah. All right, Eric. I'm probably like Jeff now, but my number one is Tyler, another guy that should have. I feel that should have won. I thought he got robbed. 
in 20, but that's just me. I thought he should have won the game. Yeah, I know. It, it was. It was a I thought he should have won the game. Yeah. You're, no, you're not exactly. wrong. He should have won the game. It was a bitter jury. He was fantastic. Uh, he was one of the best strategists of all time. Just though it was, he had a final two with everybody in the house that just ended up biting him. But it got him to the final two, and he played a really good game. He won HOHs. Tyler like played the game really well. That season twenty was one of the best seasons exactly. in a long time, and he's one of the reasons for it. And what was funny is yep. that, like, and I guess I mentioned this earlier when I had Sam. Uh, on my list, like when Sam won her HOH and they were both like up on the the tree or whatever the fuck, she's like, "Tyler, you already won one. God damn it, give it to me." Yeah. And he's just like, "All right, fine." Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was great. Yeah, no, I I like him personally. Who's your favorite house guest, Dougie? Of all time, my number one. Yeah. Frank, from fourteen and eighteen. That's a good pick, Frank Udi, the son That's of a great pick. All right, and I, I know he's got a bad rap for 18. Uh, touching Davon's ass. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, Davon should be honored because that ugly bitch probably hasn't been touched <laughs> since her daughter was born. All right. All right, so, All right. like, get over it, uh, you know, whatever the fuck. I do think he got screwed over, like, when he got put up on the block. I understand why James did it. But, I mean, that's the reason why James isn't on my list is because he did that to Frank. Yeah. Or else I would have put James on my list. Yeah. But he just, like, Frank was a competition beast. The problem is he has his father's social skills. Yeah. He could be a bit of a dick. He was a dick cocky and arrogant. Yeah. But he was a fucking beast, man. He was a competition beast. He could win everything. Yeah. Frank was damn good. And him and Boogie were killing it together for a while. If anyone wanted to work with Frank, he could have won the game. But he was just he, he was in there with some strategic killers. And going against Dan, it's a hard guy to go against. Yeah. And if they would have just let him yep. take the shot when he wanted to. And he fell for Dan in the last hour and that's what screwed him over with the whole funeral and everything. Because because he took you know he dressed up like a giant carrot so he could get Dan out and he still didn't get it done. But Frank was amazing. Uh, he was really good. Yeah, and and the funny thing is is like when they did the piece where they revealed that he was dead son. Yeah. And like he had even said he goes you know I don't have the best relationship with my dad. Uh which and then Sid's just like you know what he needs to know I'm proud of him. Yeah. Because to be honest with you, like if it were me, because when he had the confrontation with Willie, Sid had even said, he goes, if it were me in front of Willie, I would have broken every bone in his body from the tops of his ears to the bottoms of his ankles, Jeez. which made no fucking sense because <laughs> I don't even, are, are there bones in your ears? Well, there's cartilage for sure. I don't know. I, uh, so like, well, first of all, Sid had, Sid wrestled for over 25 years and he didn't make sense for about 24. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure someday soon we actually will be covering Sid on the wrestling show. We will. We will. But, uh, but no, Frank was just like, I felt bad for him in 18, 14. Like, again, he just, he, if he would have had a better social game, I think. Yeah. He rubbed people the wrong way. And I think that was the problem both times. Yeah. But everyone was always going for Udi's booty. Like he said. And, but, and that's the thing. Is that like he you got to remember his social his socialization process? 
His dad was sick. Yeah. Okay? His dad tried to kill a man with a pair of scissors. Yeah. So, like, not many people have have good socialization skills when their father doesn't like to show up to a booking. Now, for the people listening to this that might not listen to your wrestling podcast, who is Sid that you're talking about? Sid Vicious. I I know that, but you want to, you know, clarify it for people. Well, we did say his name was Sid Udi. But but I wouldn't know who Udi is. Yeah, I mean, if you're not a wrestling fan, you're not going to know who Sid Vicious is. Uh, But that that is his dad, and... uh, Hopefully we have some crossplay. I mean, because to, to be honest with you, like I think Frank is actually the first. Re- I mean, he's not the first wrestler to be on the show, or first person involved with wrestling anyway to be on the show. But he's the first wrestler son to be on the show, right? Well, yeah, and, and the only. I honestly, the first like one of the only celebrity like like besides Frankie Grande, uh, Sid's probably the next big, like, star for a relative to be on there, besides, like, celebrity and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Frank Frank was really good. He was a little abrasive, but he was really good. I'm waiting for Sid to be on a celebrity version of the show. Like, I'm that would wait- be cool. I'm waiting for them to be, like, be you know Ariana's not going to do it, because, you know, she's famous. And what about like- celebrity duo? So you have Ariana and Frankie, you have Sid and Frank. And- that would be cool. You know, you're never gonna get Ariana to do Big Brother though. Oh no, she wakes way too no. much money. And to be oh. honest with you, Sid wouldn't do Big. Sid would agree to do Big Brother, but then at the last minute, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, I missed my flight." Yeah. Uh, he one time missed a booking and blamed it on Trump raising gas prices. Uh, which made no sense because they were the lowest. <laughs> they had been. Yeah, he's definitely not going now. Yeah. All right, my turn. The my favorite Big Brother house guest of all time <laughs> is Brittany Haynes. Uh Brittany Godwin now that she's a married woman. But uh Which Brit- one she married, Hank or Phineas? Uh, <laughs> another obscure wrestler. <laughs> if no one knew Sid, they're definitely not knowing the fucking Godwin. Yeah. Uh but Brittany Brittany was fantastic. I, I loved her DR. She was the funniest oh she's the funniest player of all time. She was just like, I, I swear to God, like, if you were going to have a hookup with a former Big Brother house guest, it would be her. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. She was great. I, I had a, not a crush on her, but I, I mean, she's a pretty girl and she's fine. She has my sense of humor. She's super sarcastic. She's hilarious. She just talks shit about everybody. And, and like, she would shit on Rachel in front of Rachel and Rachel would be laughing about it <laughs> because she's so likable. Uh, and like Brittany was just like she now this isn't best game players of all time because she was not touching that list sad to say because she like she got fooled every time like the brigade she did not know about the brigade when she should have and then they kind of told her and then booted her out and then she was the victim of Dan's funeral so she's never really like she knows the game and she's not bad at it but she's always kind of got duped but she was just so fucking hilarious. And she takes those dupes on the chin, too. And I think that's another reason that she's so cool. Yeah. But Brittany didn't give a fuck. And she would talk shit about whoever. And she was hilarious. The one diary room session when uh, our, like the competition where uh, Kathy or whatever the hell her name was said she wasn't going to try. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, really? This is the one you're not going to try. <laughs> 
She was like, because you've been trying so hard on the other ones, but th- this is the one. Okay. And then she's like, well, at least it's not a race. And it, and it was a race. <laughs> so that was funny, too. She yeah. was like, well, at least it's not a race. <laughs> Brittany was hysterical. Yeah. She would just, I, and like, the whole shit with Rachel and Brendan, and she, like, running around with her hair on and stuff. And, uh, like, even at the end when Rachel got booted off, her goodbye messages, she, like, I think Angela was being bitchy in her diary room. I think she was trying to be that sarcastic witty, and Brittany was, but it just came across as bitchy. Yeah. But Brittany was fucking hilarious in her goodbyes. Like, uh, didn't she do, like, a... Like a Dr. Will. Yeah, yeah. She did boogie. The, the boogie thing. When yeah. she got Boogie out, she did the phone and she said, oh, hey, Janelle. And she's like, yeah, yeah, Boogie's not here right now. And then she's like, ha, ha, points it and starts laughing at him like they right. did to everybody else. It was super funny. And even like with uh, uh, Rachel, she's like, uh, who wants to see my room in the jury house? And she, and she, she was just super funny. And uh, yeah. When she got evicted uh, in uh, season 12, and uh, Julie's like, oh, yeah, I know you can't wait to get to the jury house. And she's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, because she was stuck with Brendan. No, she was going to be stuck with Brendan. Well, she just, it was either Brendan or Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Brendan at that time. And Rachel, maybe. Well, she couldn't. She didn't like either one of them. No. And then, uh, I mean, I loved her relationship with Ian. Yeah, 14. she was like a big sister. It was really cute when Frank was yelling at Ian, and she's like, "Frank, stop! Like he he can't handle that. Like he he's not like other kids, you know." Right. And because you know Ian had was on the spectrum too. I don't know if she knew that at the time, but she was like, "He doesn't like he can't defend himself like that. Quit yelling at him, please!" Like, and she was like a big sister. It was right. really cute, and uh, she was good. She got duped. And even at the end, when she quoted the old man, Jerry, which I'm surprised wasn't on anybody's list, but when at her last speech, when she's like, like a wise old man once said, Dan, you'll always be Judas to me. And the whole crowd was like, <gasps> but she was like, no, I meant it to be funny. <laughs> she was like, I was just joking. But she she was funny. Uh, she she would talk shit about whoever, and she didn't care. I loved her diary. She probably the best diary room in, in the show. Show's history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, where, she just had so much fun talking shit about everybody. And it always came, it never came across as bitchy. It was always playful and fun. Yeah. All right, yeah. Doug, do the plugs and take us the hell out of here. We're running out of air time. All Don't right. take too long like usual. Make sure you... <laughs> this is why we should never do a countdown longer than five. <laughs> All right, make sure you listen to Boxman and Smart, the wrestling outlet. Mixer.com slash wrestling outlet. Uh... And then tonight, or about uh, on Wednesdays, 10, 15, 10, 20 Eastern Time. Tonight, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Mixer.com slash Hollywood Hangout uh, for the Hollywood Hangout. Listen to us Friday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time for the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. This upcoming Friday night, I believe we're going to preview SummerSlam because we really had no other ideas. So Eric just said, let's just preview SummerSlam, even though we're not going to watch it anyway. We're probably going to watch the UFC fight instead. Uh, We're going to preview the SummerSlam on Friday, yeah. Did you have a better idea? We're going to pre-record. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a better idea. Yeah, we're pre-recording anyway. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Uh, All right. 
Listen to us 7 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday night for Unscripted Unlimited. Next week, we are finally going to get out the Tony Denozo character retrospective from NCIS. I've been promising it for a couple weeks. Uh, so that'll be next week. In two weeks, we're going to count down the top 10 best cartoon theme songs of all time. I'm counting the ballots now. Uh, for the group chat that I created on Facebook, on Facebook Messenger, if you're listening to this right now and you have not put in a ballot yet and you are still thinking about it, do it within like the next half hour. And I'm talking to uh, two guys, uh, two of my best friends whose names start with a K, who've read every fucking message I've put in there and have ignored me. Lazy bastards. <laughs> uh Listen to Daniel and Mindy tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern time for the Stabcast. Yes, we're doing the circle on Netflix. And then at the web cave, me and Bobby are doing a face-off between uh, Jason Todd and Damian Wade. All right. Uh, that'll it's be Monday 7, Monday. P- Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Check out Sean on Elite, uh, Elite Diplodoc on YouTube and Twitch. Check us out, DDE Collectibles on YouTube. All right, Doug. All right, take it home. We're out. Bye. See ya. Bye.